All right, y'all. How y'all doing? This is Keys Guide to Freedom. I'm your host, Theron Keys. Uh, we're coming to you with another episode. Uh, in this episode, we're gonna be focusing on credit, right? Credit is one of the one of the keys to success, one of the ways to help you uh, you know, get your life together. I have my credit specialist, uh, Brian. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself. T tell us who you are, man. All right, and uh, I was born in Oakland. So, uh, you know, like help people, man, with as far as kind of, you know, stuff like credit, man, uh, financial literacy, uh, you know, just everything in that category, man. Um, you know, not too much about credit at first either, you know, until I, uh, you know, start learning the power behind credit, you know, and what it means, you know, you know everyday life to have good credit. Mm -hmm. You know, so, yeah, man. That's, yeah. what's, huh? that's what's up, man. Um, so what, what made you get into credit? You said the power of it. So what started you on on this path? Was, was your credit messed up or, or did you man. have it together? So honestly, man, um, you know, I always, always had the money, man. And it was crazy because one day, man, I was probably about like uh, 19. So yeah, I was about 19 and I tried to go buy me a car. Um, you know, I wanted a, you know, I wanted a Mercedes, man. I wanted to be young and fly, you know, <laughs> you know, I had about like five racks, man. I had about 5,000, man. And, um, they was like, man, um, you got 5,000, but you ain't, you ain't got no credit. You're going to know that you're going to pay it back. You know, I didn't have no payment history, no nothing. So I'm like, man, so the dude that over, you know, the dude that was uh, looking at my application, he was like, man, you know what? Once you just start off, you know, with a, a secure credit card, you know, and go from there, you know, and I, I didn't really know, you know, what that meant at the time. I'm like, okay, secure credit card, what that do? He was like, man, just put your own money down, man, and start building your own credit. You know, I was 19 at the time. So I was mm -hmm. like, dang. So I was kind of, you know, I was kind of hurt about it because I was like, man, I thought I was going to come fresh off the life, man. I had 5000 down uh, down at the time. They still wasn't going to approve me for it because, you know, I didn't have no credit, you know, so they was. Shit, they wanted to know, man, how you gonna how you gonna pay this money back? You got five thousand, but the card twenty five. You know, yeah, right. That's a quarter <laughs> payment. That's a, that's, a, that's a yeah, that's a quarter payment. You trying to finance? I hear that. So, did yeah. you get the car, or or did they just not fool with you at all? I actually ended up, man. I actually ended up, man. Um, Coming back, man, like six months later, man, um, I actually ended up getting a secure credit card, man, and some other credit cards at the time to help me build my credit. Uh, you know, uh, after I got my secure credit card, three months later, I started getting approved for different stuff. Like, they start sending me stuff through mail, and I started getting pre-qualified. And um, after that, I just, you know, I opened up, I opened up about, like, four, four credit cards, man, and I came back six months later, man, and, uh, yeah, I got my card, man, you know? So, but, huh? So that's what's up, man. That's 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 what's up. Um, I know you mentioned something about uh, you you had an incident and you needed to get your credit clean. And I remember we had a previous conversation, and you told me like right. you, you did it like super fast, right? Like you say, right. the guy was like impressed on how fast you cleaned up your credit. You was trying to get approved for a house or something like that. You know, can we talk a little bit about that? How did how did how did that process work? Oh man, honestly, bro. Uh, 
so basically, man, it's a, it's a, it's a game, man. You got to know the credit language, man. Um, a lot of people don't notice, but you know, like just like credit repair companies and stuff like that. When you, when you actually like dispute an item, you know, um, Experian and TransUnion and Equifax don't talk to each other. So they can, they could tell TransUnion, oh, this, this account is charged off. Then they could tell Equifax, oh, this account is, uh, this is uh, closed, you know, uh, with a 90 day lay or whatever, you know, whatever remarks they want to make. And then uh, Experian could say that, oh, uh, this, this account is repo. But, you know, that's not, it's not the same remarks. You know, they're not reporting the same thing. So basically when, when they're not reporting the same thing and you send a letter off to TransUnion and come up, come back and reporting something else, you can actually, by law, by FCR, you know, by uh, the Fair Credit Report Act, you know, under law, they they, they have to update that report or they got to remove that item. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's just like when I when I went and applied for a mortgage, you know, I already had, you know, he was he was he was impressed by it because he's like, hey, man, how you, how you was able to, to take it off in about, you know, a week and a half, two weeks, you know but I, I knew how to read a credit report. So mm -hmm. it was just like, you know, I knew that they wasn't reporting the items accurately. So I was printing out my credit report, circle the item, you know, I had a few like, you know, uh, mistakes as far as when they, when the, the, uh, the credit card was opened up, when, uh, you know, when it was charged off, you know, uh, you know, basically all the you know all the bad mm. but it was accurate on every single report like they were reporting something different so i was able to print out my credit report circle the item and uh send it to the credit bureaus and uh they actually deleted the item did you did you use a special letter like how did you get because i know i i hear a lot like people like oh I, you know i just sent some letters to the to the credit bureau and i got it off and you know, I, I remember I used to do collections and, um, you know, I know a little bit about how the process worked, um, but I know when we used to get letters, we used to just verify them real quick. So, you know, for a lot of people, they don't really understand, like, okay, what letters do I supposed to use? Like, do, is it is it someplace I need to send it? Like, how exactly do that process work? Man, honestly, bro, I'm going to tell you, man, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to keep it all the way, uh, honey. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, these, these letters, man, that people be talking about is really something that you could just make up yourself. Mm -hmm. And in all reality, uh, under the, you know, the credit laws, you know, if you go on a website, you know, FCRA, it tells you, oh, okay, well, you sit here, you tell them what's inaccurate. And by law, they have to report regardless of what you could you could grab a letter, you could, you could pay somebody a hundred dollars for the letter. But by law, regardless of what the letter say, if the report is inaccurate and you tell them, hey, this is inaccurate, you guys gotta update it or delete it, they gotta do it. Because the credit honestly is there to make you look good. It's not for them. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's your, you know, it's your credit report. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's they're not on their side, you know, they're on your side. They're trying to just update the information like, okay, 
is this repo correct? If not, you know, you need to report the inaccuracies. If it's inaccurate and the, the company still report inaccurate information, you can sit there and sue. You can actually sue the credit bureau for that. Mm. That's the key. You can sue the credit bureau if, it, if it's not right or if they didn't uh, update it correctly. If they don't update it correctly, if they keep reporting inaccurate information and they don't delete it, you, you can actually sue the credit bureau. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, bro, it's not even about the letters that, you know, somebody could type up a letter and say, oh, okay, well, just update this information, remove it, act, and you know, or re remove it immediately. Mm. It's all about like, okay, well, you know what? Being straightforward, like, you know what? Hey, this is inaccurate. If this ain't, if you guys can't update it right, you guys need to delete this because you guys are affecting my, my everyday life because I, you know, it might be affecting you as far as trying to go get a car or a house or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, you know, it, you, you can, you can do it yourself. Right. Let me ask you a question. Cause I heard some, something about, uh, Lexus Nexus. You familiar with Lexus Nexus? I'm, I'm sure. Um, yeah. So I heard something about you can call Lexus Nexus and have them remove all of your old addresses that is tied to any old debt and you can actually get that debt removed once you remove it from Lexus Nexus. Is that true? Oh yeah. So uh okay let's say that uh the line right mm -hmm. uh, the first thing they do is they try to verify your address. So verify your address, verify your phone number and all that stuff, right? That's connected to that debt. And you try to sit there and they try to verify it. They're not going to be able to verify it because it's not on your credit report no more. So that debt is invalid. So do you got to contact the credit reporting agency or do you just contact the, the like the LexisNexis type uh, reporting? You can uh, contact, the, contact the, uh, the credit bureaus too. You can actually. Huh. Say that again. You were breaking up. I so said you can actually dispute it. You could dispute the addresses online, like with Experian and stuff like that. If if you see an address on there and be like, nah, man, like, because you know, like when you apply for certain stuff, they they you know sometimes they misspell your address and they they connect it to mm -hmm. one area or whatnot, you know. But if you if you sit there, you you can actually dispute that address and have that address taken off your credit report, and then you can sit there and dispute that item that you you know you got in collections with and then when they try to verify it it's unverifiable because the address ain't matching up you don't have that address and that's the key so for y'all who just missed that if if you moved and you have debt attached to an old address you can literally dispute the address online through you know experian.com or whatever and have all of your addresses removed, and then you can actually have them verify, correct me if I'm wrong, have them verify if the account is uh, valid by, based off the address and you can get it removed that way? Is that yeah. what you so only works for like, probably like old debt, mm -hmm. and not new debt, that's where you staying at or whatever, because you don't want to dispute your, your new address because you, know, you have or maybe you have to have a credit card or something tied to that address. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
have a, a car that's tied to that address. You know, you want to dispute, you know, oh, old, and that's one of the ways to get, you know, to remove stuff off your credit report. Okay. All right. So let me ask you a quick, how do you get like new stuff? So say if I had got a car and I had got a late payment and all of the information is current because I got it in my current. Is there a way I can get that removed? With the late, like a late payment? Yeah, yeah. Get that removed. Huh. Um, just uh, you have them, you know. So basically, you send them a letter. I mean, you don't have to send a special letter. Hmm. You ask, verify the late payment. You know, because at the end of the day, they I report that late payment to Experian, but they might have that late payment on TransUnion. So they have to verify which one is correct. Also, you know what? They, they when they don't communicate like that, you're really right. So it's like, okay, well, you guys got to make this right because you know what? Uh, experience and I ain't got no late payment, but uh, TransUnion is saying I got a late payment. I don't have a late payment. That's how you fight that. Mm -hmm. And then when you when you're able to prove that. And you send that credit report in along with, hey, I don't have no late payments. You could take that. You can get that late payment removed. I've dated myself per personally. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, man. You know, uh, these credit bureaus, man, they don't communicate with each other, man. That's the thing, man. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, but they really don't. So the, the inaccurate information, you know, that they do report to, like, Experience TransUnion and Equifax, mm -hmm. they the the information not might, might not be the same, mm -hmm. so that's how you fight it. And what's but to remove that late payment because if Experience ain't got no late payment, but TransUnion say they do, well they are gonna go with okay, well you gonna have to remove that late payment because Experience saying that they don't have no late payments. Okay, so you just make sure that is is is. So what I'm what I'm hearing is. You have to make sure that everything is coherent across all three boroughs. And if it's not, then they will have to verify it. And because of the inconsistency of reporting between one girl to a next state, they will remove it. I'm breaking up a little bit. Um, you know, and I use I use this website, man, called ScoreSense. ScoreSense. So basically, um, all three credit bureaus on one, like on one paper, you know, on one page. So you mm -hmm. can actually see your Equifax, your Experian, and your TransUnion at the same time. Uh, so you can actually see, okay, um, accurate from, uh, they're some different from Experian and Equifax. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or facts is reporting something different from TransUnion and Experian. On okay. So let me ask you let me ask you a question. So what if I don't have anything on my credit and I just need to build credit? Is there ways I can do that? Oh, definitely, man. Um What's some of the ways? With somebody, come on, give me some keys, man. Tell me how, how if I wanted, if, if I got, say, um, so I, I understand old debt 
is 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 not as impactful, right? So say if I got something, you know, that should have fell off or doesn't doesn't really have a, a strong impact on my credit, but I need to build credit. I know you you already gave us one key with a secure card, getting a secure credit card and and using that. Is there any other thing that we can do in order to build our credit other than secure credit cards? Oh yeah. Um you know, that was that was like when I was when I did the secure credit card, man, that was about like almost eleven years ago, bro. You know, I mean <laughs> Okay. Well, give, come on, talk to me, man. Tell me what, what you doing today. What what you doing in 2022, man? Um, so bro, they got uh this thing site called AI. Yeah, what? Credit AI. Credit AI. Yeah, so that's one of the sites, man. They don't check your credit, man. So what it is, man, all you're doing is you're open up. Uh, Right. Thank you, Karen. Okay. For $1,500 credit limit without a credit check, and they're just reporting that credit limit to your credit report every single month because you got a bank account with them. You know what I'm saying? And wow. So let me let me get this right because it was breaking up a little bit. I just want to clarify. So so you said they they were you open up a bank account and they give you a $1,500 limit without a credit check. And as long as you have the account, they report that limit on your credit report. Most yeah. And you that's for all three of them? All, we ain't got no money. We ain't got to, we ain't got to do nothing but open up a bank account. Bro. You know Is what I'm saying? Is there a minimum balance or anything? No, nothing, man. I actually them myself. I actually got, I, I had them for about a year now. What's what, what's the name one more time for my people? Uh, a credit AI. Yeah, credit AI. I'm I'm I'm, I'm writing it down in my notes because you know, <laughs> yeah, you, you never you, <laughs> you could never you could never have enough options. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, all right, credit AI. I like that. Is there any? Is there anything else like? Uh, any kind of other tools you use? You got credit AI reporting fifteen hundred dollar balances on your credit just for having an account with them, which is major. Um, right. You got the secure cards, um, you know, which, which is definitely useful. Um, is there anything else? Uh, you can you can sign up for like this site called a uh, Kickoff. So Kickoff, and um, they don't check credit. Um, basically, they give you like you off with a five hundred dollar uh, credit limit, and you plan on what you want to do is like two or three dollars a month, man, and it helps your depth, your uh, debt to ratio. So basically, off man is uh, and it helps you, man. It's only like two dollars a month, three dollars a month, man, and of course, a dollar credit your credit. Man. You know that's but I can't get approved for credit card like that, and it's unsecure, man. So basically. In the long run, like let's say that uh, you find enough for kickoff and credit AI, they're unsecured. They're reporting that's unsecured credit card. So basically, like in three months from now, you'll be able. They'll start sending you unsecured credit cards in the mail instead of you trying to sit there and going to piss money down for a secure credit card trying to build up your credit. Because you mm. now on your credit report is saying that it's an unsecured credit card. So now. These companies are like okay, well, it's an unsecured credit card. Well, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start sending money to you. Know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, um, 
Basically, I'm sorry. Let me just clarify real quick. It's not a credit limit. It's just a reporting tool in order to help your debt to income ratio. And also, limit is going to report as a credit limit on your. But you can't. But you can't spend the cash, right? It's just important. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to clarify. That's cool, though, right? Debt to income. And why? I understand why. I just want to, you know, the viewers to understand what. What is debt to income, and why is it? Why does that matter when, when in terms of uh, credit and helping you out? Um, how responsible you are, man. If I hand you a million dollars, man, and you spend a whole million, you know, I don't know how to your money, right, man? Because at the end of the day, it's like when it costs, like, all right, well, what I'm going, you don't, that's you know, you know, your your uh. Your finances balance, you know. I want to trust somebody like that either. You know, if I if I gave you twenty dollars and you spent the whole twenty dollars, you're gonna come. You're gonna keep coming back and asking me for more, and then mm. you get them. Why would I keep like that? You know what I'm saying? So, okay. So basically, your 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 debt to income is showing how how financially responsible you are, yeah. right? And that that helps. The, the determination of whether you are worthy of more credit or not worthy, basically, right? Most definitely. Okay, all right, just, you know, just clarifying. Yeah. So, you know, so would it be better for me to just have a credit card with, you know, un unutilized or should I use it? Like how, how exactly do I balance that? Like what's my balance now? I can't go under what, 50? 50% or something like that? It's a uh, 30%. You can't, you can't 30% of the credit limit. So basically if you got a $300 credit card, man, and if you go over, let's say uh, you go over a hundred dollars, it's going to affect your credit score even more than if you was to keep it under, you know, a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you're going, you're using over 30% of your debt to ratio now for that credit card. Got you. Okay, thirty percent. Just gonna write that down too. You know, you got some keys out here, man. You do you and and tell people you do credit repair, right? You got your own credit repair company. Oh yeah, man. I got my own credit repair. Uh, you know, company website, man. Um. So, uh, you know, it's for people that don't know how where to start to 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 repair their credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know how to start working on their own credit because because you know they they like to sign up for like lex and law stuff like that you know and they be you know uh shoot it'd be from like 79 dollars starting off to 100 some dollars you know you know a month mm -hmm. where you can send the letters out on your own and you know it, it can be free you know what i'm saying like it's it's it, you know it's stuff that you can type up yourself you know it's really it's really honestly like they don't they don't want to tell you this, but it's really common sense. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, like if you go on the FCRA website, it tells you exactly. Say, say that one more time. You said FCRA. Yeah. What does FCRA stand for? Uh Fair Credit Report Act. Okay. So if you go to their website, so it's FCRA.com or yeah, it's it's you know, it's, it's FCRA.com. You can type it in. Um mm -hmm. it a law, man, uh, you know, the laws of credit, man, and, and how to dispute items and stuff like that. And, uh, 
they're actually, you know, they're on your side, man. They're not on the creditor side, like, oh, we're trying to collect a debt. No, they're, they're here to sit here and uh, make you look good, man. I mean, if something is wrong with it, man, just speak up. Hey, I think this is wrong. This late payment, I've never missed a late payment. I ain't never had a uh, late payment before. Mm-hmm. You write them that, you know, keep up this, keep update this and send them a copy of your credit report from all three credit bureaus, you know, side by side so they can actually see it and circle it. They'll correct that for you or they'll delete the item. I like that. I like that. That's the key. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let me ask the question real quick. So, you know, a lot of people have this particular, you know, report on their credit. How do you get rid of all the medical fees that's stopping your credit from blossom, blossoming and, and reaching a level that it should reach? Man, with the with the medical fees? Yeah. Remove all medical debt from your credit report. So that one more time, he was breaking up a little bit. So, so they just passed the law. State medical debt is supposed to be removed from your credit report. They can't report medical debt. I think it's after uh, like uh, June or July, somewhere around. So I think it's like July, mm-hmm. where they were supposed to remove all your uh, medical debt off your uh, credit report. They can't report medical debts to your credit report no more. Oh, that's big. What about old debt? Anything uh, before that? They can't. They got to remove that. Oh, so everything that's from, medical from, from July here on out, it, no more medical bills on your credit. So if you have one, you can just let the the. Uh, Fair credit reporting at people know, and they remove it, or do you you, you contact the, the uh, credit reporting agencies directly? No, they remove. You know, and if you wanted to, you know, even if you want to pay your medical debt or something like, right? Let's say like uh, you don't want to wait till July. Like you know what? I you know, uh, you know I actually went to the hospital and you know things happened and I just want to pay. They're going to remove it for you. It's not mm-hmm. going to be your your credit report no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At loss, they off uh, medical debt off your credit report. Mm. So it went in the law. So no matter what, it's it's now against the law for them to have any type of medical debt on your on your credit report, right? After uh, I think July. Okay, after July of this year or last year. Uh, this this year okay so coming up july yeah okay all right somewhere doing this july one of the months man i gotta go back on that but yeah i just uh read up on that yeah in a couple months that's what's up what what else do what other services do you offer man you know um shoot man i, I do credit repair man i help you build your credit man um i you know i help you start up your business I know, you know, I could start up your business, your business credit, you know. Uh, oh, you do business credit? Yeah, I do business credit too, man. I got business credit myself, man. Um, I could start up, you know. But, you know, I do a lot of stuff in that area, man. Um, you know, and I like to do, like, uh, things that, that got something to do with uh, write-offs. Mm. Oh, let me ask you a question. For the people who don't know, what's the difference between your personal credit 
and your business credit? Oh uh, man, your your business credit, man. Shoot, man, that's everything, man. You doing in your business, man? It's a it's a write off, man. Mm-hmm. Your personal personal debt, you know. <laughs> that's major, right? So if if, if you doing it, I'll, you know, if you just doing it for yourself, for your own personal reasons, it's debt, right? If you're doing it with your business, it's a write off. That's major. Y'all think about that, right? Because right. I'm big on, on write offs too. I'm big on business as well you know i believe that everybody should be in some type of capacity of, of business just just so you can have more money and have more freedom and leverage so what this young man just said was basically if you don't have business credit then you are running yourself on the debtor side of life and if you if you if you're going to have a business it opens you up go ahead man you can expand on it man. i just got a little excited though Oh, oh yeah, you know I, I like the business part, man. I, I like that, man. Uh, so basically, man, um, you know a lot of people know, like, man, um, when you do stuff under a business, like, let's say that you you decide to open up a business, man, and you, you get your business cards, man. When you spend money out your own account, let's say you you spend money out your own personal account, um, you know, you can't use that as a write off because honestly, that was your personal expense. But open up a business account and you deposit that money into your business account and then you swipe, you go over there and you swipe, let's say you want to go swipe for a nice pair of shoes or you want to take your wife on a nice good dinner for $300. That's a business expense, but that's a write-off every time you swipe that car. So in all reality, man, um, I don't even use a personal bank account, man. I use a, I use a, a, a business bank account everywhere I go, man. Mm. Um, you know, uh, let's go. You you go get some gas, man, from the pump, man. That's a, a business expense, man. You, you spend a hundred dollars on a pump, man. You write that off. Every man, that's, that's major because right now in California, with gas is what six dollars a gallon, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know right. I mean? So you know, and that's that crazy. Time. He said that because I just I just put a hundred dollars in my <laughs> gas tank. <laughs> Right. So, you know, and uh, so as as a as a a first business starter from as my like myself because I just opened up, I just started my business, got an LLC for my business. What pointers can you give me to start up my business credit and to get my business credit rolling? Man, honestly, man, do you have a business account? I don't. Yeah. Not yet. Go ahead, you know, open a business account because, like, when you open up a business account, honestly, like, after uh, 90 days, it was hard to get stuff in the mail automatically. Coming in your uh, business account, you can actually take, you know, uh, so this is um, you can take whatever you deposit into your personal account, right? Let's say you deposit about 5000 6000 month into your personal account you got you can honestly take that five or six thousand from your personal account and, and put it into your business account every month and then you can you can take it back out or whatever you know whatever the case may be you don't have to keep it in there and um there it's going to generate revenue for your business like oh okay well this person have you know uh some type of income coming in for the business so it's about five six thousand they're going to start sending you 
credit cards for your bill, you know, automatically. Okay. And what is it? What is a good? What is a good business bank or a good business branch to to bank with for your business? Um, I, I use Wells Fargo personally. Really, and uh, they don't charge you a fee or nothing. All you got to do is uh, transfer uh twenty five dollars from your savings to your uh your business checking every month, which you can do automatically, and that will cover your fee for your business account every month. Mm. All right. Do they report to like Dunn and Bradstreet? Because um, so you know, I'm I'm I got a business bank account too. So I did Bank of America, um, and I got uh, NAV, which is you know I'm not endorsing nobody. Nobody's endorsing right. me, but but um, I know that. With Bank of America, they were they they report you on Dunn and Bradstreet, so you actually get that Dunn's number, which is which is about I think it's going away though, right? Because now government is, is doing um, an MDI number or something like that. Yeah, and nah, uh, please So uh, government is switching from Dunn and Bradstreet to right. to a unique ID number. I forget what it's called, MID. It's brand new. I just read it like the other day. I don't want to. I don't yeah. throw nobody off, but um, but I know that they report that Bank of America reports it to Dunn and Bradstreet, which which gives you um, which which makes your business able to have that profile on Dunn and Bradstreet. Do Wells Fargo offer something like that? Oh, uh, Wells Fargo, man. Honestly, uh, I can't sit there and say that they, you know, they do offer something. Uh, you know, all I did personally was bring in the article, you know, um, and, uh, you know, EIN and open up a business account. And then, you know, you can connect your, you can connect your bank account to the, to the NAV and stuff like that. And then they, they can report it for you. Mm. You know about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for the people, so, you know, we can have, we, we, we have a, so for the people who don't know what NAV, we, can you explain a, a little bit? We're not endorsing nobody. We're not no, you know, financial experts or anything. So, you know, please consult your financial professional you know, about, you know, which, which is the best for you because every business has, you know, a different structure. So, it, you know, but can you tell them a little bit about NAV? Oh, man, NAV, man. Basically, man, they, they just, uh, they help you. They help, they help you basically uh, identify your business you know, and they, they help identify your revenue, you know, uh, and match you with uh, business lenders that will give you money depending on how much revenue you bring into your business. You know, that's one of the things they do, you know. Uh, so, and they actually, you know, they 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 actually also uh, give you like a, your, your business credit report too, you know, if you have an established business. Mm -hmm. well, what, what, what would be uh, classified as an established business for, for those who don't know six months or better it don't take that long to, I mean you know it's not like your personal uh, it's not like your personal uh, you know credit report where you gotta you know you gotta age your credit report you gotta have seven years five years three years at least 
no, nah, I mean, business credit, man, you can start that within uh, three to six months and you'll be established business, man. No, that's three to six months after you open your business account, right? Because yeah. that's when the clock starts ticking. Yeah. Once you get your business account, I just want to be clear about that for, for some of you guys who's new in business. Your business starts when you get your business account. So if you, if you have a business, make sure that you, the first thing you do is open up a business account because that starts that, that, that time clock, correct? Right, correct. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, man. I mean, as soon as you get the, the business account started, man, and you connect it to stuff like that, man, they, they start keeping track. I got one more question before you before we, you know, what is a good, a, a decent amount of money to put into your business account to start your business account? Um, Honestly, for most of these lenders, man, they, they want you to... They want you to sit there and deposit like twelve thousand or more, man. It's crazy, man. Because I, 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 you know, I've been there too, so I experienced this situation. They want you to deposit like twelve thousand or more every month, you know, to like, uh, like most of these, probably about eighty percent of these lenders wants to see about twelve or twelve grand or more for you to qualify for like a business loan or any type of business credit. Um, but, um. Some of these lenders, man, they, they you know, they, they'll take like six thousand, you know, five, six thousand a month, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, they'll work with you, you know. Um, there's ways around it. You know, you can like I say, you, you know, use your own personal, you know, revenue too, you know, that you can put in your personal account and you can deposit that along with what you make with your business into your business account, you know, to to do that. Okay. Do you help with those services too? Huh? Do you, uh, like say if I'm a new business and I and I need some help and I don't know where to start, can I can I solicit your 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 services? Oh yeah, most definitely, man. How do I do that? Can you talk to the people? How 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 would I find you? How would I contact you? You know, like you know, I'm, I'm I just got my business. I just got my LLC. I got my EIN. Open up my account. And, you know, now I need some more guidance. Like, who can I, can I, how can I reach you? How can I find you? Are you on the internet? You got a website? Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, my website, man, it's uh, LB, you know, 360creditrepair.com. LB. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, you can reach me on Facebook, man. Um, Brian Lucas. Mm-hmm. You know, um, shoot, man. Uh, you can reach me through email, man. Uh, you know, brian.lucas2391 at gmail.com, man. Okay. That's what's up, man. I, I appreciate that. So I'm going to uh, make sure that you 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 send me that information. I'm going to put it in the, in the, in the comments and in the, okay. in, the, um, in the description. That way they, they know where to find you and they know how to find you, right? Um, and so my, my last question before, I, you know, I know I told you 730, I'm gonna let you go. So um, my last question, though, is um, can you just, you know, wrap it up and just kind of like tell me, you know, in a roundabout way, you know, where you see yourself uh, with this credit game in the next three to five years? Oh, man. Um, with this credit game, man, I yeah. believe me.
I mean, credit is always going to be around, you know, so, um, you know, huh? but yeah, so basically I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be, you know, like uh, helping out the community, man, like, I, like I'm doing right now, you know, that's my website out, you know, for the you know, I have, you know, I have an office, you know, um, it's really, you know, doing what doing the same thing I'm doing right now, bro. Like, honestly, man, um, a lot of people, they, you already, so, I mean, you know, I just believe that my work is going to show for itself and it's going to be, you know, just word of mouth, man, you know, and, uh, and that's how big it's going to be, man. I'm just gonna work out. I'm just gonna work off word of mouth. You know, a lot of people they like to advertise and stuff like that. But I believe, like, I got a lot. I got enough people that I work with right now, man. To to honestly, like, people already be sending me other people. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, well, I definitely will be contacting you for mines. <laughs> getting mines back on track. It's not so healthy right now. At one point in time, it was, and uh, due to COVID, you know, I lost my job, and my, like I said, my my credit shot down from almost a little bit over six to down to four. So uh, I didn't work with Ovation. I didn't did Lexington Law. I didn't did credit repair. You know, I didn't did them all, and uh, none of none of them got me where where I need to be right now. So. I definitely will be reaching out to you through the Ron and, uh, you know, we'll see exactly see what's going on and, and maybe I can, you know, bring some other people your way also. Yeah, most definitely, man. I'll most definitely hook you up, man. So, you know, it's a pleasure, man, meeting you, man. Same here, same here. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I, uh, Teron told me he was like, Are uh, you doing the podcast on credit? I'm like, I will be joining. <laughs> right, right. I, need hear, I need to hear everything because, uh, man, I, I, I was getting, I had, um, I had, I got, I had credit through, um, through, uh, Capital One. I, I got a loan from them for my car. Uh, you know, I was paying my car. They totaled, I got into a car accident. They totaled my car. And then ever since then, my everything just went downhill. I paid off; they paid off the car, but it kind of took a shot to my credit also. <clears throat> and then, um, you know, I had all these credit cards. I was making them, you know, making a minimum payment, paying them off. And then I lost my job, and then my credit just literally shot down, and I couldn't make the payments on none of my credit cards. And uh, Man, I've been working like diligent trying to get it back up, and I don't like I said, I done been through everybody, and you know, right. none, none of them has seemed to really give my credit to where where it should, where I think it should be. So I'm yeah, looking man. forward to reaching out to you. And, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna uh, man, it's cheaper this way, man. <laughs> for sure, uh, you might have a, sure. have a success story in the making, right? Oh yes, man. Sir. We we gonna we gonna reach out to you so <laughs> I'll yeah. get your number from Piranhas. That's all right with you, man. Oh yeah, it's all good, man. All right. Well, listen, you guys, I appreciate you guys um, for being on. Um, Brian, we'll put the information out there so people can see you. Uh, thank you so much for all the jewels that you dropped tonight. This is Ron Keys. This is a uh, Keys Guide to Freedom. I hope you saw value in what we're doing. 
um, you know, and we'll just keep dropping it with you. All right. Hey, today we're going to talk about the future and what is the world of tomorrow. Right. So many times we get stuck in what's going on, you know, with social media and, you know, our, our latest and greatest celebrities and things of that nature. But we really are not really paying attention to what's going on now and how is it going to affect our future. Right. So I'm going to talk about that real quick. Now, right now, this is this February 2022. And. We're in a big, we're seeing, uh, this is right before crypto regulation. We're seeing that it's playing out in the courts with the case with the SEC uh, and a company called Ripple, or X, uh, for, for you guys who don't know. Now, whatever happens in this case is going to shape the future of cryptocurrency, right? Not only that, is that we're simultaneously are building out this new thing called the metaverse, right? Um, A lot of people are making reference to a movie that came out a few years ago called Ready Player One that was a futuristic depiction of what the metaverse is and, and what the future may look like and how all of these things are kind of coming together to to formulate this story or this narrative that Yes, we're going to be in an alternate reality and we're going to basically have digital assets that worth uh, has real world worth or value. So in that, with all of that being said, let's, let's, let's pick that apart a little bit. So we have digital uh, currency, we have a, a virtual reality. And live and today, you can literally go and buy virtual land. I bought some last night, and I actually got a real-life virtual deed that is tied to the blockchain that will, you know, eventually be in my wallet. And and that's the that's the crazy thing because now everybody has a public and a private wallet, right? Where people can go and they can see just who you are, just who you work. So there's no more of this. Instagram famous because people can check. Hey, look, is, is you really doing what you say you're doing? And, and they pull it up and they can see what's your net worth based off of your your public wallet, which is your, your new ID. This is a crazy time. And here and today, so many of us are missing out on all of this. Our future is happening right now, today. You know, everything that's going on is literally going to change what the future looks like. I just want you guys to be uh, a little bit more aware of really what's going on and open up your eyes to all of the possibilities that's happening right now that will impact your future for generations to come. This is your boy, Gone Keys, signing off.